Hello and welcome to the October 2023 edition of the What's On Reading podcast. We're going to be having a bit of a laugh because joining me as our guest is Alex from Mad Monkey Improv who are celebrating an amazing 10 years this month with a big old party. So we're going to be talking about lots of that and we're going to talk about other comedy that's coming up this month. So I think straight over to Alex. Hello. Thanks for having me. It's, uh, it's lovely to be here. We're in this lovely lovely dressing room this morning. We are, aren't we? Isn't it, isn't it wonderful? We've got the lights, we've got the mirrors, we've got a sofa. What else could you need? Exactly, exactly. It's really nice. Yeah, and thank you very much for having me. It's really lovely to sort of After a COVID-filled few years, it's really nice to be back in a performance space and also chatting face-to-face to to humans. If I remember correctly, we had you on the podcast during COVID talking about doing things online. Yeah, I think we did, yeah, because we we moved online. So we were doing improv shows via Zoom, as everyone remembers, year old Zoom. And we were doing that, I think, every other week or every week at some point, just to keep us sane. I think we were just, uh, (laughs) as everyone was, I think we were losing our minds a bit, just stuck indoors all the time. Absolutely. But as you say, we're very much in the going out and doing things properly. So it's nice to have you in face to face, talk to you properly. And I think uh, it's probably time to, to sort of tell our listeners just, just who you are and who Mad Monkey Improv is. Yeah, so my name is Alex. I am the founder of Mad Monkey Improv. And we run a regular improv show every month at Brewdog in Reading. And on Friday, the 20th of October, we are celebrating our 10-year anniversary. So 10 years ago, we started off at Southfield Park in Bracknell and then around uh, six years ago, we moved to Reading and we found a home at Brewdog and we've been entertaining audiences ever since with improvised shows. If you've ever seen Whose Lines Anyway or anything like that, we just make things up as we go along and it's all down to your audience suggestions. So we've done some weird and wacky shows with weird and wacky suggestions and you get to see us put us through our paces, which I think is always fun to see us sweat and see us work for our work for our entertainment. I can only imagine uh, just just how tricky it is. There must be some ridiculous ideas that you've you've turned into to gold. Yeah, I think there's. I'm, try, I'm trying to rack my brain. There's been so many, but I think a lot of the things have happened. We've got an idea, and we're like, what are we going to do with this? Or how does this work? How do we make this funny? Or how do we make this entertaining? But the great thing is, because every game has some sort of restriction, the restriction is the great element, because either we can only speak in questions, or we have to change what we just said to something else, or we have a physical restriction. But for this year, actually, for after a long time of not doing it, we're bringing back a game called Mousetraps, which is where we're going to have the stage littered full of mousetraps. One of us, or well, two of us, are going to be blindfolded and barefoot, <laughs> and we're going to do an improvised scene with live mousetraps and we're just going to see what happens Um, we used to do it all the time but we thought we'd bring it back just for a special occasion and you get to see us so if you want to see us two two grown men walking around the stage barefoot with mousetraps sort of flying off all over the place you can enjoy that treat are you going to be one of the ones doing that? And who else have you roped in? So I, I will be, as tradition, I will be one of them. And then I haven't decided who's going to join me. I'm going to sort of pick it to the team and go, who who would like to join uh, in it? Because it is quite good fun. Uh, you know, albeit, you know, getting sort of hit by a few mousetraps. Um, but you get to have some fun. Because if you know where the mousetraps are by feeling around and you haven't set it off, you can kind of move it and try and throw it at someone which has happened a few times uh, <laughs> which is always quite fun and we also have some audience participation we always like getting the audience up we're never going to make you look silly you're going to make us look silly and put us through our paces and there's a great game called moving people 
where we, we stand on stage and the audience moves us and we just try and do an improv scene while the audience moves our bodies which is always quite hilarious to see what positions they put us in and how we can justify those in the actual scene. If it's been, you know, I think we've done two members of parliament having a debate and we have two people moving us during that, which can be um, quite entertaining. Yes, I mean, that's... <laughs> I can only... I'm visualising poses now and, and awkward ways of trying to make you walk or, 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 <laughs> or match what you've just said, maybe. Do you have any favourite games then? I mean, we've just talked about a couple that are, that are a lot of fun, but I mean, for, for you personally, what's your favourite one to, to do? I think my favourite one is questions only, where you can only speak in questions. If you don't speak in a question, you're out of the game. And weirdly, it's one you can play on your own. So if you've got a long drive and you're a bit bored, just ask yourself questions and be both characters, asking back and forth. But that's my favourite one, because it really puts you under pressure, because you have to answer the previous person's question with a question, which obviously is very difficult to do. So that's, I would say that's probably one of my favourites, along with a game called Torture, which isn't as as, <laughs> as as horrific as it sounds, but what it does is myself and Seamus, Alan, who also is in the troupe, we do a scene, but our improviser teammates can give us any restriction. So it could be like, okay, you've got to speak with this accent, you've got to do this impression, you've got to do it in Shakespeare. And they really put us in our, through our paces, which is so much fun to do because it really pushes us see how much we can improvise and act while making this epic scene happen while having to speak with our voices slowly going higher and higher or with an accent of Arnold Schwarzenegger or you know whoever it might be it's just yeah it's always always fun to do have you ever had a plant in the audience deliberately give you something that they know you can't do or that you struggle with (laughs) (laughs) so we haven't had a plant but I'm I'm not the best at accents so if anyone gives me an accent, I'll, I'll give it a go. I'll really try my best, but it's, it's never, it never goes 100% to plan. But that's the enjoyment, the enjoyment. I, I suppose that makes it even funnier, isn't it? Yeah, I think going, let's see Alex try and do a Scottish accent, even though his dad is Scottish, it's very hard to do a Scottish accent for me for whatever reason. So trying to do that is always quite fun, or any, any kind of accent, Australian, South African, anything, just it's always fun just to... <laughs> put me through my paces if you're going to the show and you're listening to this just remember all these details for when this game comes up <laughs> so it's your 10th anniversary show mm-hmm. and you've mentioned you're bringing back Mousetrap game is there anything else that you're you're doing that's p- going to make this show special and different from, from the regular ones are there old friends coming back or anything like that yes yeah, so we're going to try and get as many of the old troop back as possible so we're going to bring people back who haven't been in shows for a while so either they moved away or they moved to London or anything like that so we're going to try and bring back as many people as possible we're going to have lots of games lots of fun and more audience interaction um, than before we're going to try and get more people on stage having fun and just putting our improvisers through our paces I think just brings it all back over those 10 years of all the games we've loved doing so I think going back over the 10 years and go, ah, that was our real favourite, we love playing that, let's bring that back, we haven't done that for a while, or let's bring this back. But I think getting as many people as possible in the room performing, as well as watching, is sort of the aim for this one. So I guess the the other question I've got is, what made you start doing it in the first place? I mean, you've obviously you enjoy it because you've been doing it for 10 years and there are people who probably would have given up after two or three. What was the cause and what keeps you going with it? So I was first introduced to improv when I watched Whose Lines It Anyway in like a spare room in my parents' house. And I used to come back from school and watch and went, oh my God, this is amazing. I would love to do this. And then it was around, yeah, I'd say 10 and a half years ago, I made contact with Southfield Park saying, I'd love to try and put on a show and just let's try it for one night. Let's see how it goes. And 
we did it and it was so much fun it was so much fun just playing and enjoying and just making stuff up and just not having to learn any lines which is weird <laughs> as an actor go oh, I don't have to I don't really have to sort of learn a massive script I can just go on stage here are the rules here are the games and I can just play that sort of started and I found a few other people who were interested in improv and then from that we just loved it and then we said oh can we do another show and then another show and then we just kept doing it again and again and again when we moved to Reading and we were like okay where can we where can we play Brewdog were amazing they were like yeah use the space we're not really using it in the evening you know, on a Friday evening sometimes especially before it got revamped and we started to build a brand new home there and we just loved performing I think the team have so much fun and we also most of us sort of take part in a Wednesday improv class being taught by Seamus and it just hones our skills and just it just has fun I think that's the main thing we just enjoy it so much and I think from that inspiration of starting going oh my god this is so much fun I would love to do this and then being able to do it and then doing it on a regular basis just I think fills us all with so much joy and exhilaration I can't explain how much fun it is just to play and just be silly being silly is is always fun yeah and it's it's great as you say that that Seamus is it's is doing his classes there on a it's Wednesday evening yes. isn't it so you know many of our listeners would ne- probably never have thought that Brewdog is the home of improv in Reading it's amazing and something that always comes up is that it's just the corners of this town where something really interesting is happening it's, it's always astonishing what you can find and where you can find it which is probably a good time to talk about some other things that you can find in Reading this month and seeing as we're talking comedy we should probably bring out some other comedy highlights so on the 19th of October uh, at the Hexagon is the big comedy bash uh, it's a wonderful night of stand-up hosted by Rob Brydon and featuring an all-star cast of stand-ups including Alistair McGowan Adam Kay uh, Alistair Beckett King and and many more who else is doing comedy this month well Progress Theatre are doing their first comedy night as well their first regular comedy night and that is being headlined by Huge Davis and it's being hosted by Reading's very own Izzy Lawrence which is wonderful as well uh, and that is on the 13th of October October is very very busy when it comes to comedy and there is there's so much more that I could just start reading them all off but I think that would make this very boring to listen to instead you can find them uh, all of this on the website what's on we'll highlight some of those on the homepage as well it feels like we're starting to wrap things up a bit but before we go and this kind of goes back to a, a, a similar question that I asked before you're doing improv in a bar on a Friday night I can imagine that there has been the odd Larry person with a suggestion that that isn't necessarily the best to, to try and play with. <laughs> yeah, so there's there's been a couple of ways of playing it. So we tend to go, before every game, can we have a suggestion of a location or an activity? And yes, you will get the odd Larry person shout something out. But the great thing is because there's lots of people shouting out, we can go, great, that's a lovely suggestion. I'm going to not necessarily choose that one, as lovely as it was, sir or madam. I'm going to go with this one, which is, you know, let's do it in a pottery shop. Or we take the really risque suggestion, but completely turn it on its head. So it's nothing really to do with what that is, but it's the relationships between the two actors. Like if it was, I'm not going to say what it is, because it's going to be a family-friendly podcast. But say we did that something, but we might just have the discussion of, oh my God, how's, how's Susan? Yeah, she's not well. You know, and we can just go from that rather than whatever the activity is they've <laughs> they've literally suggested uh, <laughs> in the bar and that is the magic of, of improv that is the madness of mad monkey improv and uh, you can enjoy that at Brewdog on the 20th of October thank you so much for coming in Alex it's wonderful to see you as always thank you very much for having me it's been an absolute pleasure uh, and thank you all for listening don't forget you find out all the information about what we've talked about on the website and don't forget to subscribe subscribe